It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. Welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy. I'm Tom Scarda. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to another episode. I'm bringing back a good friend of mine, Jennifer Hammond. So Jennifer is a real estate guru. She actually had her own show on Sirius for over a decade on real estate. And she helps people mainly in the DC, Virginia market, but really anyone who has a, wants to learn real estate, she can help. She has courses, she has books. The funny thing is the reason I wanted Jennifer on now today, again, is because she is also a credit guru. Now, not credit repair, but how to make your credit score higher. And so Jennifer and I have that in common. We both work with clients that are looking to get loans and the better your score is, the better your loan is going to be. So I want to welcome Jennifer on the show. Welcome again. Thank you for having me. I just adore you, Tom. It's so fun to see you. Thank you for having me. No, my pleasure. Jennifer is the gay girl. She is uh, known for her. Yay! Woo! So, um, even on the radio. So, I'm so happy to have you here. There's so much misinformation, I guess, misconceptions about credit scores. Uh, I have no idea about any of this kind of stuff. So your book is 17 Myths About Credit Score. To yes. So the, the, the title is Jennifer J. Hammond's Guide to Improve Your Credit. So we put Jennifer J. Hammond and put my J in there because, of course, a lot of people say I, I'm known for yay. So if that could be my middle name, I would make it my middle name Yay! But it's Jennifer J. So JJ Hammond's um, Guide to Improve Your Credit. And then the subtitle, which is the part that I really, I wanted to hone in on, and that's 17 myths that could be hurting your ability to get loan approvals. Because again, you know, as you we had talked a little bit before we got on, the thing is, is there's so often misconceptions. And, and of course, I know you and I are somewhat similar in age in the fact that we, we believe certain things. And I, I would love to, to dive in with one of the first myths that is just so frustrating to me. One myth first, before you dive in, you are a lot younger than I am, and I'm not just saying that, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, maybe so. But I will tell you that I, I grew up with some, you know, some ideas about credit. And I now one of the first things that I was revealed, as you said, I'm a licensed real estate agent in Virginia, D.C. and Maryland. I'm a vice president at, at TTR Sotheby's International Realty in the D.C. area. However, I love teaching people about real estate. And honestly, what I, what I learned was I love helping people make good decisions when it comes to real estate, whether they're a real estate investor, a first-time home buyer, or whether they bought seven houses. And so many people have come to me to buy a house and they said, I bought seven, eight houses. I never knew half of what you just believe I should know just to be able to, to make this next decision. And it was, it's so, it's so exciting to me to be able to help people in that way, because you're, you're bringing that power and empowerment back to them so that they can make the decision that's right for them, not what someone else is pressuring them. And as you know, in the pandemic, the real estate market has gotten so crazy and people are starting to make 
not necessarily the best decisions. And so, first of all, you know, people have these huge um, credits. Like, like even my brother was a perfect example. He had an 850 credit score, but he could not get approved for any loan, not a first time home buyer loan, not any kind of loan. And that was, that was years ago. And that was part of what set me on this mission as well as other clients that come to me and they have these stellar credit scores. And I thought, well, I don't understand what's happening. There's a disconnect. And so I started to interview. And of course, as you know, on Sirius XM, I was there for over over a decade. And I just love to just constantly find out from all these different experts. And one particular one that I really got to know really well, we started kind of peeking behind the curtain of Oz. And I say Oz as a reference to the credit bureaus and FICO, which is a trademarked um, uh, saying FICO, and that's different. The FICO score is different than a lot of the scores that you get. And I'm going to say it. Oh, I know some people get really, they cringe when I do this, but like credit karma, credit karma, people, they pay credit karma and they think they're getting their FICO score. And you have to read the small print because most of the time you're not getting um, the FICO score. And you need to know that that FICO score, number one, is important, but what is its relationship to funding? So like, for instance, if somebody, if somebody wants to get a franchise and they're interested in getting a million dollars worth of, and get this word, I know you know what this word is, unsecured business lines of credit. Mm -hmm. That's the holy grail, right? Yeah. Unsecured business lines of credit. Well, one of the things that I had, and we've had people come through, and I, as I was telling you before, is I love the truck drivers. And if I could do that little beep, beep, we used to always ask the truckers to beep at us. I don't know if that's even legal anymore, but as a kid, <laughs> yeah. did you ever do that? Absolutely, yeah. Especially when I had a TV in the car. Yes. <laughs> oh man, if I could get to him, trucker, trucker, one niner and try to get him talking to me. Oh my gosh. I was, you know, we'd go on road trips and I love doing that. So I have such a special place in my heart for truckers. Never mind. Think about all the things we have. We go to the grocery store. We love all the things that we love. And I think the pandemic's made us realize how much we appreciate somebody bringing things to, oh, not only our grocery store, but our front door so that we can live this convenient life. So a shout out to all those amazing truckers. And so if you're a trucker and you would like to own your own truck someday, or your own franchise someday, guess what? A million dollars of unsecured business lines of credit. You have to learn the credit game. And so first of all, like I said, there's the FICO score and then there are fake scores. And there are many companies out there that are gonna sell you and you're gonna pay good money for not a score that is relevant at all. It's, in, you know, one of the slang terms we use is a fake score just because it's not, the score a lender is going to look at. And that's a very different score. And that's a score um, that is created by a piece of software. And that's kind of the other basic foundation is think about the fact that now with this score, it is a computer algorithm. So remember, there are no maybes. There's nobody in the middle. It's a yes or a no, meaning it's a zero 
or it's a one. And meaning that it, it, they either say, oh yeah, yeah, that's Tom. I definitely know it's Tom. That means that it's a one. But if it's a zero because they're not sure it's the right Tom, that becomes a huge problem. So that goes to Tom, what is the one number one thing you can do to improve your credit that is well, not because, credit repair? Because I've learned from you, I know the answer. The answer is to make sure your name is the same on all of your credit cards and loans. And even bank accounts. And bank accounts, right? So <laughs> I, I sometimes use my middle initial, sometimes I don't. So you're saying that's totally affecting my score. It is very, very much affecting your score. And you think about this from the computer. And again, we're just going to have to go from the, the robot's viewpoint for a minute, okay? And I use robot affectionately, meaning, you know, this computer algorithm. They're trying to think about, you know, is this the same Tom? They're not sure. And if they're not sure, it doesn't go in the yes column. It goes in the no column. And the more no's you have, the more your credit is score is brought down because your identity is in question. And you just think about this for any woman who's been married, she might have multiple names that she's been known by, or for someone who is a senior and sometimes, you know, instead of a junior or they're, you know, a one, two, three, you know, from the same name as their father and their grandfather. These are all things that unfortunately to the computer algorithm that is scoring your identity. And this is one of the most important things on your credit because it doesn't know there is no there's not a group of people you know like way back and that's why I say way back in the old days there used to be people at the bank who knew you Tom and they would say Tom sit down and let's have a talk how are things going with your business with your franchises with your you know and they would they would go through it and they you might have a score but it was very irrelevant now everything is computerized and digitally they're looking at you from algorithms and and you could all of a sudden be being misrepresented because the algorithm is looking at you. And like, for instance, let's, let's just go through this because this is, let's dig a little bit deeper on the name thing. So on your cell phone bill, your utilities, and then your credit cards, are they all the same? I don't think they are. No, probably not. So that means your credit score is coming down, down, down. And that's just because, again, they just don't know who you are. And you think about it, and right now, especially in real estate, we just had some people from, we'll say the three-letter secret agencies come in, and they were talking to us about how bad this fraud problem is in the United States. And the problem with fraud is so bad. We've had real estate transactions where wires are just completely being, what do you say, stolen by somebody. And part of the problem is, is because there was just one initial offer. There was just one little minor detail that wasn't exactly correct. And millions of dollars are being stolen while people are, are, are trying to buy and sell property. And so that's what's happening is now those computers, those banks, they're looking for, okay, I, I need it to be perfect. I need Tom to not use his middle name or to decide he always uses his middle name or he only uses his middle initial. And that becomes your credit identity. And so that is the credit identity. And this is so, so deep that also you look at your driver's license. If your driver's license has your full name, 
you need to have your full name on all your credit or you change it on your driver's license because it needs to be one identity. Otherwise, you know, and I think it's funny because as a real estate transaction, we grab our pen and at the, at the closing table, they always have your aliases and you have to sign a little legal document. You're known as Tom with your middle name, <laughs> it's Scardia. And then you're known as Tom Scardia, your name in all these different ways. And they say, you are all of these people, right? Which I think is so funny, you know, because what are you talking about? I have a whole bunch of alter egos. Well, to a computer, you do. And unfortunately to a computer, they don't know that that's just commonly, we've been very sloppy about our names for years and the computer doesn't, I mean, it doesn't say, okay, you can have one altar or you could have two or three altars and we'll, we'll just merge them all together. It makes it really confusing for a computer algorithm. And so what do they do? But they take points away from you and then you are not going to be in the range that you really should be because again, the other thing that I said, the number three thing is understanding the difference between just a credit score. And I say just because it's one element of how you get approved with any kind of loan, whether it's for a business loan, for a franchise, whether it's for a mortgage, for any kind of loan, they're looking at different aspects. And, you know, one thing, how many times have you been asked, have you lived at the same address for the last two years? Right. Yeah. Mm hmm. Very important that you have a very, you need to have, they want to see stability. They don't like to see people with multiple identities or multiple addresses. And, and I think it's so interesting because again, it's just a computer. You think about a robot. It's just a robot who's judging you and deciding whether you are going to get the funding that you want. So if you go to a small bank, you can overcome a lot of this stuff. But one of the best things, and I also want, I kind of want to say the secret is finding out how this credit software is working and playing the game properly so that you can win at the game and you can get approved for a million dollars of unsecured business funding. And again, not just personal funding, because personal funding, it's good to have some personal funding, but what we all really want is to be able to get that business funding. And how do you get the cheapest so let's take this out the other way. So if you just ignore this stuff I'm saying, you just say, oh, well, that's just hooey and it's not that important, then guess what? You might be able to get, you. so what? You get approved, but it's going to be much more expensive money. So how long is it going to take you to pay it off? So I was just going to ask you, so just by not paying attention to your, to your credit score, um, you could be paying a point extra on the um, interest. So instead of paying you know, the coveted 3% on a home mortgage, you could be paying 4% or more. Or more. Yes, that. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is, is was, so let's talk about some of the penalties is you might be able to get, you know, um, not only a better interest rate. I mean, it's something where you may or may not, it may actually put you out of the running for certain business loans at all until they've seen this get cleared up. And it's interesting because, also, I hate to say it, it's one of the reasons I got so dedicated in this is not all the lenders know the why. When you talk to them, all they're doing is going click, 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 click. 
putting your information into a computer software and it's going through automatic underwriting. And that is truly the holy grail is that you, you fly through underwriting and the automatic underwriting. If it has to pop out of automatic underwriting and they go whoop, whoop, and you might know this, danger, danger, Will Rogers, danger, danger, danger. Oh my, that was lost in space from years ago. Anyway, but it's, and there's a new version of that now, but it's danger because you don't fit into the algorithm. So then the mortgage person has to take it. Then you pop out of this beautiful, again, computer process that they have that you're going through. And then all of a sudden you are well, we had some nicknames for it when I was a kid. You're basically the one that they have to put a whole lot of extra time and energy. And then you have to go before a committee and then they have to review it and see if they can figure out what was wrong and why you're the, why it's not coming out the way it should come out. And, and quite frankly, you know, every single, every single business um, loan person, as well as a home mortgage person, they're looking for how many of these can I get through as quick as possible? What is the least amount of hours I can put into this? And if you are the, the problem child, basically, if you're the one that takes a whole lot of extra time to get approved, you know, I don't know if you're going to get approved. They may just give up on you and just deny you. And then you're going to feel invalidated. And so that's why I'm saying, do you want to feel invalidated? Do you want to feel not good enough? Do you want to feel, oh, I was never going to be able to get approved. Nobody was going to give me this money. It's about learning the rules to the game and the credit game credit. And I'm going to also say funding is very different than you ever thought it was. Because again, you have people like Credit Karma who are giving you fake scores and not the complete information. And read the tiny little print at the bottom if you think I'm joking. No, I'm sure you're straight up with that. What's another little kind of thing that somebody could fix right away? Well, we talked about the address. You need to have the same address. I kind of brushed over that really fast. But, you know, just like your name, you need your name to be the same and you need your address because your credit identity is really important. And again, it has to be something... Theoretically, you want it something that's been there for over two years, and it needs to be the same on your driver's license, like I said before, and I know that's a pain in the butt. I know it is. Believe yeah. me. <laughs> it's tough. How about, um, you said something earlier before we went on the air about um, paying on time or not paying um, on time. Could you just give us a glimpse into that? Because I found that fascinating. <sighs> This one is super frustrating to me because when I was a kid, and one of the stories I was sharing with you earlier is I was on a drill team in, in high school. And what I was taught, it was very much from like the military background, the people who were putting it together. It was a dance drill team. We performed at halftime football teams, and football games and, and basketball games. But for all of our dancing um, practice, they said, if you showed up five minutes early, you were on time. If you showed up on time, you were late and we would get demerits. And I mean, this could, this could believe me, there were all sorts of not so fun things that happened because of those demerits. So I was beat into my head that I needed to always be early. And so when I pay my credit cards for years, I didn't understand it's a computer. 
It's a robot that's actually judging you and evaluating you. And so guess what? If you pay early, you're being penalized. You have to pay on the exact day because it's a computer algorithm that says yes or no. Did you pay on your due date? And I think it's, and there's all sorts of other algorithms and I will, as a sub, this, we have to go deep another time. I can tell you other things about when the credit cards report to the credit bureaus, there's all sorts of stuff that is important about balances, but whatever that payment is, that minimum payment, did you pay it early? Did you pay it late? Or did you pay it on time? And unfortunately, remember, it's only a zero or a one. There is no in-between. So either you paid it on time which is the exact day, or it's that you paid it another time. So yeah. it's either a yes or no. There's no in-between. You don't, so, I want so extra credit for paying early. Yeah, that's what I, I want. Give it. So you're not getting that. So, but it doesn't, does it really affect your credit score that much? Yes, it does. And one of the things, when I first learned about this, I just didn't believe it, honestly. And this is what I would suggest to anybody else who just doesn't believe it either, is go ahead and do it for three months or six months and see if your credit score goes up. Because for me, once I started doing it, I was like, I mean, obviously we can all set up automatic payments. And so I can make it set up for the day of, no problem. And, and I do, I do that all the time. And what a difference. For me, it was, gosh, I think it was probably well over 30 plus um, credit points that I got from just having everything paid on exactly the date. And I wasn't that I was lowering balances or doing anything else. I was in a, a weird time in my life and I thought, oh my gosh, I can't believe that's really true. But again, it's that's a computer cool. algorithm. That is crazy. That is nuts. Do you have a suggestion on where people could go to get their credit score or? Yeah, the annualcreditreport.com. That's the one that's free and you can get that one and that's the tri-merge. You can get all three of them. It's free. I'm not associated with it in any way, um, but you can get all three of them and you can take a look. And then, and that is actually one of the best first steps you can ever do is go there, get it, and then look at all three of them. And number one, and this is, I know you've heard this one a million times, but I'll still say it because even for me, I, sometimes I get busy and I forget, is you should at least every six months, every quarter would be even better. You should take a peek at all three bureaus, pull those three and take a peek at them and see if there's any mistakes. Because right now fraud is so rampant that you might all of a sudden see somebody else opened up a credit card in your name and you didn't even know about it. And they may have opened it, used it, and then quite frankly closed it, but it's on your credit. Or again, guess what? It might've been another Tom who had a very similar name or might've had a similar first and middle name and different last name. There's all sorts of different ways. I mean, I just had one, one thing happen recently to my dad. He was going to a, also a Tom, just like you. He was going to a bank and sure enough, the bank that he went to, they immediately thought he was a um, he was somebody who had committed fraud. And of course, my dad's the most laid back guy. He just he couldn't understand what was happening. And it was all because there was somebody with a very similar name as his different middle name. And literally the police were called to the bank. He was traveling. And this was like two years ago. And I remember it because, of course, my dad was very, very unhappy about the situation. But it all boiled down to the fact that, again, 
the identities were, it, it got so confused because again, middle names, some things had the same middle name, some things didn't. So, or middle initial, I think it was on his. So they had the first, the same first name, same last name and the same middle initial. And it wasn't until they actually looked at the full middle name. Oh my gosh. He was not Wait, happy. That's scary. Least. So scary. So how can people find out more about you where can they get your book um i know you have all the courses like you got all sorts of things where are we going to find all of this stuff so i think that the best one is i would love to give that gift to your listeners is my my credit book that has the 17 myths i would love 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 to do this there's a, a digital copy and i went ahead and i put it up on um a website, Jennifer Hammond Books, so with an S, jenniferhammondbooks.com. So jenniferhammondbooks.com. And of course, I have a podcast too, and I love it when you come on my podcast, and that's um, the Jennifer J. Hammond Podcast, and that's wherever you find it. And we're just coming to start doing what you do and publish out on YouTube as well. So I'm super excited, but the jenniferhammondbooks.com is where they can get their free copy. Yeah, it's so cool. So just go there. Is there any other credentials that they need? Put just in put in your name and email, and then they will send you a copy. Um, it's it's a PDF copy, and it makes it super easy. And I even have some literally to do items to make it super simple for you. So yeah, that's what we Yay. need. That's what I need. I need to fix my credit score. So thank you so much, Jennifer. This has been oh my god, just gold. And I'm going to share this with all of my candidates that are looking for franchises. Because, you know, why pay 4% when you could pay 3% or whatever it is? Exactly. And why, you know, it's one of those things you think about it, Tom. Why make the banks rich when you can invest in your business and invest in your community? But that unfortunately, and I know sometimes we hate to say it this way, but it means that we have to, to take responsibility for our own credit score and for our own knowledge of how the funding system works, even when we have robots evaluating our credit worthiness. Wow. That is crazy. But you are a blessing. I am so happy to have you on. This is so great. We're going to do more. We, I think we have to do more just on this topic, let alone real estate. Yes. So um, will you come back? Yes, I will. I would okay. love to. Well, thank you, Jennifer. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.